Ooh. <laughs> What's poppin'? Got a little extra. Got a little extra vibes today. Yeah, you know, you need Friday, the music. guys. Happy Friday. Welcome Hi. into the PHNX Sundown <laughs> Show. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook App, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe. Even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I am Anthony Totri. Yeah, you are. As always, by Sean DePaz, Shane Diefenbach. Yes, I am. Gents, happy Friday. Happy, happy Friday. Friday indeed. Technical difficulties can't keep, can't keep us down. No, no. Is there all. anything worse? Uh, okay. <laughs> let's not go In down that road. our current lives? <laughs> okay, let's, technical let's not go down that road. But I kind of want to go down Technical difficulties suck a lot. Yeah. To get they're to your top point. three. Top three. Hi, Charles. I don't know how to rate that. But yeah, they're not. There are definitely on the bad side of things that can happen to you in this job. One of worst things. Technical difficulties. Um, let's get right into it. Kenny Dillingham. Dog. Got himself. Dog. Another dog. Another dog. Another dog. <laughs> With maybe the best name in the Pac-12. The Pac-12 has to have the best names of any conference ever. Ever? Like, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, why not? Uh, they got themselves 6'1", 250 pound, 215 pound, 2023 linebacker, Kivion Thunderbird. Fuck you, um, Sounds so fake. <laughs> he finished his senior year, guys, with 109 total tackles, six for a loss, three fumble recoveries, and two forced fumbles, and was first team All-State um, in Illinois. He chose ASU over Colorado, uh, Dion, this one's for you. Um, over Oregon, Tennessee, Purdue. Another, I'm not going to say a big time recruit, but to get a guy that had other options yeah. like this, right? We've already talked about how Kenny's been able to pull guys from Auburn, TCU, et cetera. Now you get one over, I would say, a handful of schools that you, you could say are maybe better in yeah. Oregon, Tennessee, and then obviously CU up and coming. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is definitely a win, a bigger win for some more than others, Anthony Totri, um, to get a guy that Colorado was competing for, like especially now. God, it is it good so to, get a, to get a little bit of a, a W over Dion um, and Oregon. But yeah, I mean, to get a guy, it, it is always nice to just see a guy that is getting recruited by big programs like this, the programs that you were trying to be like in yeah. Oregon, like, I mean, last year's Tennessee, I guess, um, and to get... That to get a guy in that situation is uh, a massive W for sure, and it just defense keeps getting better, man. Like they keep they, they keep beefing it up, it keeps getting deeper. So I'm excited. Love all the engagement in the chat. What's up, Jason? They got <laughs> JJ and their high boys said a few prayers last night for ASU hoops. Keep believing. And then sure. Joe with one of hey, that's an all time comment. Can this guy make a three pointer? Um, I'm gonna say probably the same Maybe. efficiency as DJ Horn right now. Um, that's where I'm gonna go with it. I just found out that it's Rain White played college football, so maybe this guy's a ball. I can't believe you didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that. Um, no, this is awesome. Just as you said, the the, the pure size alone <laughs> is so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, it seems like this, this staff just keeps adding to yeah. its linebacking core. It is so deep now, man. And young. Yeah. Awesome. After keep, losing like, your captain. about guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's the like thing. I'm forgetting about like yeah. you, you keep being guys, and it's like okay, yeah, we got this guy, and oh, there's Prince Dobro, who's I guess more of an edge, but there's like even like Romney from I believe BYU. Like there's all of these these the linebacker group is deep now. It's yeah. deep. Well, and and the interesting thing that I don't think has gotten enough like we haven't talked about it enough on this show and a bunch of other shows as it relates to Arizona State, right? Is the 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 size of these players. I bring it up every time that we talk about them because. 6'1", 215 is a little bit smaller of a linebacker. 
at 6-1-2-15, odds are you're a quicker guy. You're better in coverage. I would say you're more of you're you're more of a Swiss Army knife than the traditional linebacker in college football, mm-hmm. even three four years ago, right? Where you look at, I would say I, four or five years ago, ASU's linebackers were like Christian Sam and DJ Calhoun at the time, um, which were much bigger guys, and they were built to defend the run. In today's college football you have to be able to defend anything. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what position you are, you have to be able um, to be that Swiss Army knife. And that's the size that they get here with Thunderbird. It's the size of a guy like a Crew Jackson um, that I believe is transferring over from Kansas State. It's the size of a guy like Clayton Smith, right? You're getting guys that, yes, they're dominant in run defense, but they're not built that way, right? They're built to be able to run with you know, some of the best tight ends in the nation that you've got in the Pac-12, um, which is part of the really f- fun side of watching what Kenny and BC um, and Samples have been doing in terms of recruiting is like a lot of people stop at, oh, he got three, four stars, three, four stars, fill a position of need at linebacker or wide receiver, right? But like, if you're really looking into it, you can see they're already building something like this roster. The, the guys that they're going for aren't just like, oh, maybe we could get him. Like these are targeted guys. Mm-hmm. Positional gluttony. Yeah. You, 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 you give me more. I, yeah. I, I want more. And, and to your point, seeing what Kenny and them can do in the recruiting side, but also seeing what they can do for Brian Ward and for yeah. this defense and what this defense can look like. And they're just all athletes, man. They're all athletes, like true impactful big fast strong yeah. scary dogs yeah yeah and i mean i think i think this is a team that has uh kind of struggled to find an identity especially defensively um at least last year um and to see that there are at least i mean it it reminds me a lot of like in a different way but like bill armstrong and, and the coyotes there's a clear kind he likes big strong physical guys it's a clear kind of player that he likes and, and, and this team getting all of these versatile athletic guys i think is going to make for a very interesting defense and defensive identity. Um, so I am very excited. And and yeah, I obviously am, uh, you know, Coach Ward is my guy. He's one of my guys this year. Um, to see that he is getting a lot of different pieces that he could try and work with and hopefully mold into so- to something is uh, very exciting. I am just, I have a lot of, a lot of, I don't know if, I don't know if it's high hopes is the right word, but like, I am just very like I'm very interested to see what the defense looks like because last year's was disappointing. I'm just very like locked in on on mm-hmm. how this defense yeah. is going to take shape. I think that's a good point because a lot of people saw, and I think with Kenny Dillingham, with all of the additions on offense, the kind of mystery at quarterback, like rightfully so, there's a lot of people really interested to see what this ASU offense looks mm-hmm. like. And in part because for the last four years they've had to watch their team huddle. <laughs> um, while everybody yeah. in college but, football but, is running a quick, fast-paced yeah. offense, uh, you can, but at least you can't say that the team hasn't had an uh, offensively hasn't had an identity. Yeah. It has you just it's, not a big fan? I don't yeah, like it hasn't the identity. Been a good yeah. The identity sucks. Yeah. But the defense, to your point, is going to be, I think, a lot of fun to yeah. just see it come together. Just simply because you have a bunch of guys that a lot of them were at big-time schools and either didn't play, yeah. or they got hurt, yeah. or. It was just like some of the and, rosters that they were on were full of talented guys. Yeah, and I, I, obviously the transfers and stuff and the, the recruits are getting a lot of credit. But like, you look at a guy, one of Shane's guys, Ro Torrance, like mm-hmm. is a guy that we had yeah. high hopes for just based on his size to see if he can actually take like a, a leap and be a consistently impactful player on the defense. 
Um, and then obviously a guy like Jordan Clark, who is, I think, going to be the leader of this defense. Like it, there was all the, from the transfers to the high school recruits to the, the returners. Like there is, a lot, I think, a lot to be excited about mm-hmm. from the defense, and, on the defense. And you bring up the sheer number of players, and I love offense as much as the mm-hmm. next guy. But in all, on an offense, you can have one guy that can take the top off of a defense, like yeah. Tyreek Hill, and it's a yeah. game breaker. On the defense, you need cohesion, and that's why it's so fun to me to watch. And we saw that kind of come together with ASU basketball and their defense is the cohesion. Like, you you know, you might not have the tallest or most athletic guys out there, but they all know where to be yeah. at most points in the night. With this defense, like, if they can get cohesive and have these athletes flying all over the field, I mean, it's going to be so yeah. fun to watch. And I feel like one thing that this team lacked last year that we never really talked about that it won't this year is, like, competition. Last mm, year, yeah. we went into it. We knew what the linebacker room was going to look like. We generally knew who was going to be playing on the line. We knew who the, the secondary was supposed to be before um, the Twins transferred, and then it got a little weird. But um, They still haven't committed anywhere. Nope. Yeah, that's so wild. Um, <laughs> watch them come back. Anyways. Um, but now this year, there is going to be, with the exception of, I think, Roe and, and Jordan Clark, there is going to be competition at damn near every position on this, yeah. te- on this defense. So... Um, Hopefully that also elevates the defense just because it's always nice to have competition and have people push each other. Another thing that I think is going to be super exciting when you look at some of the defensive backs, we've already talked about Jordan Clark, Roe Torrance, getting guys like Montana Warren, Mm -hmm. um, Keith Abney, right? Is like you want to be a defensive back in this system because when you have a defensive coordinator that sends pressure or does everything possible to get the quarterback like – uncomfortable yeah uncomfortable like that puts you in a perfect scenario to boost your stock right as a defensive back it puts you in a perfect situation to elevate your game Mm -hmm. to make those big time plays and you look at a guy like Roe Torrance who had a solid season last year I think this year he could quite possibly be the best player on this defense and not necessarily because of what he does from a skill perspective and that's not trying to take anything away from him like he's a super super talented guy but when you have a defense like this in the Brian Ward system where they're going to be sending pressure more often than not, he's a guy that just based off of his size, if a quarterback's throwing a jump ball, like you're going to lose because <laughs> odds are he's bigger than the receiver you have yeah. out there. Um, so I'm super excited to see what he does. I think Jordan Clark is going to boost his draft stock this season. Uh, so it's definitely going to be a lot of fun. I think Jordan Clark is going to end up being one of the best defensive players in the conference. I think, I think the team needs him to be one of the best defensive players in the conference. Um, so I'm him specifically. I am very, very excited to see what he is as like as the the guy on the defense because that is what he's going to be this year. I'm excited so we can start betting again Mm, on Arizona State football. Um, I'm most excited to see what the win total is set for. Do we have any guesses as it is right now? Five and a half. You're going to say five and a half. That's what I think too. Are you we're taking? We're taking the over on that. Yeah, over. Taking the over. Five and a half. For sure. Easy. Can't bet it on it quite yet, but you guys can bet on some NFL football, guys. Four NFL teams remain, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, counting down to Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for, de- for more details. Guys, you have any picks for 
the conference championship games. Dude. Remember this, what happened last time? Just saying. That was divisional. It was divisional, but I'm just saying. Remember last no, time? Oh, last yeah, it was the conference championship. Yeah, it was the conference yeah, championship. It was, it was, Bills, Bills, Chiefs, was divisional. I give you the same bet. Burrowhead, hell no. A Burrowhead. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. Um, um, I think the Chiefs are winning. You, you want to bet on it? No. No? Okay. I'm just... But, well, I do, I, but on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, not uh, with you. Not with me, okay. On, on our Daily Bet Show, every Monday through Friday at noon. Every Monday through Friday at noon, I bet on um, the Bengals. Mm. And Johnny took the Chiefs. Yeah, Johnny not took good, the Chiefs, so you take the Bengals. But he Johnny also took the, took the Bengals over the Bills, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust Johnny's bets. Well, he took the Bengals over the Bills. I trust Johnny. You trust Johnny? Okay. You didn't say that I trust Johnny's bets. Yeah, yeah. Well, this morning I did. Uh, we actually picked the exact If your life things. is on the line, uh, are you calling he took, Je- he Johnny took the, No. He took, the, <laughs> he took the over in the Chiefs game. I took the under. He took the Eagles minus two and a half. I teased the Cowboys up to plus three and a half. And then I took the Bengals. He took the Chiefs. So, uh, I like Brock Purdy under 31 and a half passing attempts. That might be my favorite bet. Plus mm. money on the drafting sports. We got 31 and a half against the number one rated DVOA second. Or, yeah, pa- the number one. Defense in passing DVOA. Uh, mm. Yeah. I, I, there's just no reason for them to throw. I think they're going to yeah. run a lot with that. Plus, I, I think defensive line. You saw this here with the Eagles. The, their real only weakness is their run defense. So, a couple times. people in the chat. Jason's taken Philly and Cincy. Will's taken Cincy and San yes, Francisco. Um, I don't know what I'm doing in the NFC. I think San Francisco is going to win the Super Bowl. I think so too. Yeah, I know. Mm. I know. I know. I know. No, uh, mm. I know. Sean. I don't, Sean. I, listen, I don't even. <laughs> I know. I don't even. I. Uh, it's the OGs. Sorry. I. Uh, OGs. I think the Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. To be honest, I. I. I and I might just be trying to speak it into existence, but I want. I'm rooting for. Is that your drafting sports pick of the week? Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Chiefs minus one and a half drafting sports pick sure. of the week. Why not? Why don't you tell the people about some OGs? Um. Did you take some last night? I took three microdoses last night. <laughs> which is still, it's nine milligrams, yeah, still a little less than the It's right one. below the... Um, which is the nice part about OGs, because they got something for everybody. You can take the microdoses and kind of, you know, find your level, find what you're good with. Yeah. Uh, you could, you know, you could take Indica, Sativa. Yeah. You could take their new, it's finally hit the shelves, their new um, strawberries and cream, happy balance, THC and CBD ratio. Not uh, THT though, just THC. There's no Taylor Horton Tuckers in there. There's involved. also no TNT, uh, either the explosives or the hockey player. Yeah. Um, but there is THC and CBD and delicious flavors. So check them out at your local dispensary. Um, hit them up at ogsbrands.com. But as always, you must be 21 or older to enjoy. And don't bring it to TSA. Do not bring it to TSA. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that to TSA? No. Are we sure? Yes. Well, yes. Technically speaking, it is a felony. Mm. So you definitely should not. Put it in your checked luggage. Do not. <laughs> Sean, stop that. Put it in your checked luggage. Absolutely not. What I am telling you. Well, he is I, telling well, you what okay, not to regardless do. Regardless of what, however you're reading that, this is real. Do not put it in your carry-on. You will yeah, get in trouble. Yeah. Like you Do not try and take it on a plane. <laughs> also, don't, don't put it in your checked luggage either. Um, Just eat it before you go. Sure. Y- yes. Uh, Alex D in the chat asked, how does ASU football transfer class compare to the current basketball? Oh, I also looked that up. Uh, counterpart? Well... It's the, non-comparative. Well, but from a pure percentage standpoint, there were, what, three returners, four returners on ASU ba- basketball's roster? Jemiah, Enoch, DJ, DJ. and then walk-ons. What, is that it? I think so. Oh, Gaffney. And yeah. Luther. Okay, so five. 
there's probably I think now a higher percentage of ASU football players with that are newcomers. Oh yeah, there's over forty. It's it's crazy. Um, I think they're gonna be fun. And and shout out you, Alex D, in the chat saying he found our pod. Yes. Um, recently, it's been watching it religiously. We appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Lost to Washington was tough, but we survived. Also, from a ranking perspective, football's transfer class is 15th. ASU's transfer class in basketball was 14th. Overall rank, ASU's recruiting, ASU basketball's recruiting class was 47. Football's was 48. So it's almost identical. Well, ranking regard in ranking in regards to rankings, which is fascinating to me. I want to talk about this for a second. Um, well, that is actually like. Sorry, that is crazy. Like the composite rank for f- basketball is fifty five, for football is fifty six. Like they are that is the crazy. same program. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. Two months ago, yes, ASU loses the territorial cup. They did to Washington or was, to to U of A. So much longer than two God, months I'm ago. I'm stuck on yesterday's game, bro. It's okay, that was uh, only two months ago. Yeah, they lose that game. We're sitting outside. Damn. We're doing the post game show. You're here adjusting the light because um, the camera, or adjusting the camera because the light kept changing. We don't know what what was going to happen. We knew we we're going to lose some amazing pieces. We knew we were going to lose some amazing pieces. Um, we didn't have a coach. Sean Aguano was up in the air. We had an idea. We had an idea. <laughs> we but had like, a hope. could you have, could you we have ever dream. imagined? Right, fast forward, and I'm telling you now, two months from now, Kenny Dillingham <laughs> no. has done what he has done just in this short amount of time. And this is without us even discussing the fact that a five-star quarterback in Jaden Rashada has ASU in a top three. How many days has it been? Since. Since, since Kenny since. got hired? 50, 60? It's, yeah. it's got to be around two, then. Two months. So around 60 days. 40 transfers in 60 days. Sounds like a Jackie Chan or 40 movie. new players, I mean. 40 new players in about 60 days. That is a great reference that I don't think anyone got. Um, yeah, man, I would never would have expected it. Like, I, I mean, I even... I think we all kind of dreamed about what it could be, but I think if you were being realistic, you never would have expected this kind of production from him yeah. as far as recruiting um, goes. So it's definitely a good sign. But I also am still like... And we got signing day next week. It's not even the beginning of it. He hasn't had time to recruit Dude. a class fully, and this is what he's already doing. I'm, I'm telling you. Let, let's have this conversation, because we've talked about Jaden Rashada before. We talked about it after the whole Florida situation kind of crumbled away. And now, from everything we've seen... It's between Arizona State, TCU, and potentially Colorado, with Colorado being the outlier of the three. Oh. Um, looking like it's between ASU and TCU. To get a five-star quarterback without having this job for three months, with a new staff, with a new offense, with a new defense, with everything new, and they're in play for a five-star quarterback. And on top of that, not just a five-star quarterback, but a five-star quarterback that needed NIL money. Yeah. That uh, that could that considering a school that was so behind in the yeah. NIL world just six months ago didn't and, start their collective until after week one I think and a guy who was familiar than your more familiar with, with the program than your average high school recruit mm-hmm. which I think a lot of detractors of ASU football specifically would be like oh that program's a joke anyone that knows anything about ASU football is not going to play there well his, his dad fucking played here he knows this program and he still at least is interested in being a part of it to whatever extent he is so. I think it's it just goes back to just kind of the the renaissance that the program's going through, and that's all Kenny. Can I ask you this? You you have a little more confidence than I do that he's going to choose ASU. Why is that, Rashada? Yeah, I don't think enough people are putting trying to find the words for it. They're not putting enough emphasis or importance on the fact that Rashada's dad mm-hmm. went here. Um, 
familial ties, especially with high school athletes, I think are underrated, underappreciated. You look at Dylan Rayola, for example, right? A guy who decommitted from Ohio State. Um, and the large expectation is that he will find himself at Nebraska, where I believe his uncle is the offensive line coach. Um, outside of the fact that his dad or that his, that his uncle works at Nebraska, right? There is no logical reason why a five-star quarterback, one of the best in the nation, should go to Nebraska. When he could go to Ohio State, he could go to Michigan, he could go to LSU, he could go to Alabama. If right? he actually could. <laughs> For so. Rashada, it's another similar thing, right? He could get more money at TCU. He could get more money at Colorado. Hands down. That's not even like a point of conversation. However, if... He wasn't serious about ASU. And to Ralph Edmonton's point that he brought up on social right after the whole Florida thing, like right now, Rashada is looking for reasons to come to Arizona State. Yeah. Like he wants to come to Arizona State. It's just a matter of if it gets done. And I don't think there's a better coaching staff in place to get that done. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I genuinely believe Jaden Rashada will be assignable. Genuinely. And, and yep. the, the funny thing is, right, like I know it's a five-star quarterback, but hear me out here. It is not the end of the world if Jaden Rashada doesn't become a Sun Devil. No, because this the wasn't even a before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we already the quarterbacks we you have in place, I am, I am totally fine with the quarterbacks that are on this roster right now. Well, None of them are Bryce Young. That's fine. None of them are C.J. Stroud. That's fine. You don't need that guy to succeed in this type of system. You got Bo Nix light. Well, yeah. What, the thing that concerns the me light? about the, the TCU <laughs> thing is they they also showed that you do not need a great core. Oh, I mean, I love Max Duggan, but you don't need like a world beater quarterback to succeed. And they are also just in the college football championship. That is something that ASU cannot say. Um, so I, I there's a lot of reasons why why TCU is enticing, but like you said, they, do, they the one thing they do lack is that that family tie, and it's not just a family tie to this. Shout out, baby Heem. Um, <laughs> And Kendrick it's, Lamar. It is it is family ties with a program that is all about preaching family. Yeah. Like yeah. that's their that's their whole vibe. So it it, it works on a few different levels. Um I have no reason to 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 know or or believe that he will go either way, but shit, it would be pretty awesome if he was a Sun Devil. You also have to look at like in this this is another thing that I think got was was harped on a lot when Kenny got hired, being the youngest coach in Division One football, right? I, and I, for the first time in a while, I'm going to bring up Notre Dame. Before Kenny, the youngest Division I football coach was Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame, taking over for Brian Kelly, right? He was able to maintain, I want to say, 20 to 22 of his recruits in the two-week span after Kelly left mm -hmm. for LSU, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And obviously, Notre Dame is a different kind of program. But there's something to be said about a young coach, a young football coach that has passion, that has energy for a program. Isn't doing that, it for a check. Yes, that, like, young players like connect so much more with a younger coach, right? And it's not just Kenny. It's not just like what what I think Mon said this to us in the past, right? Is like what kept him from coming here for so long was the staffs that were built. It wasn't like the let's activate Arizona. It's like, oh, Jason could be the Arizona guy, right? He could be the Arizona coach. This is an entire staff of Arizona guys, but they're all so young, mm -hmm. right? You can stick the offensive line coach. You could stick A.J. Cooper. You could stick B.C. Samples any in anyone's living room, and they're going to connect with the player. They're going to connect with the family because they're younger, right? Yep. Whereas you have Herm. That's not the case. You have 
a Nick Saban, right? And I know Nick Saban, what he does in terms of recruiting is ridiculous. And it's in Their large part, here. Oh my God. in large part because of what the program is built, <laughs> For sure. right? But like if Nick Saban hadn't had these championships and he was just sitting in your living room as a first year coach at his age, you would be Jim Beheim. <laughs> you're, you're not connecting with him. The players aren't connecting with yeah. him. Right. Yeah. So like that is another thing to keep in mind, not just this season, but like years down the line. Right. Because you start and recruit kids when they're sophomores or juniors in high school and you have that relationship two, three years down the line. Kenny's going to be what, 36, 37 at the time. And you've got other coaches that are trying to build these relationships, turning 65, 66. Like, it's just different, yeah. right? It's crazy. Like, yeah, just Kenny, like, best, obviously, not even best case scenario. It's unrealistic. They could just go on 10 years of straight dominance. And you're going to look up and be like, oh, your head coach is not 50 yet. Like, yeah, that's that is absurd to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it's just, this is sports across the board. I mean, look at, look at the NBA specifically. Like, young guys, like, they 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 are they get along better with people that look like them that talk like them that act like them that are interested in the same things with like as them, and, and it only happens with guys that are relatively the same age or closer mm-hmm. in age. Um, yeah, it was it was obviously a very purposeful. Like it wasn't it wasn't let's hire this young head coach and put him about around a bunch of former NFL coaches like basically Herm staff with Kenny at the front of it. Like no, this is this is Kenny building a staff in. His own image. Yeah. A bunch well, of young guys. Well, let's fast forward to what, February 6th, National Signing Day? Uh, let's fast I, forward a couple weeks, whenever it is. Let's say Tostradamus is right. Let's say Tostradamus lives again. This and, isn't even Tostradamus. Uh, it's Wednesday, February 1st. February National 1st. Signing Day. So next wow. Wednesday. Amazing. Yeah. F- fast forward there. Let's say Jaden Rashada is a Sun Devil. Mm-hmm. Can you just imagine not only what this does for the Valley and the, the support that's going to get behind this program, although there's a lot of it, even more so because of this but we saw and we've had this conversation before but we saw what kenny could do with bo nix and we see the same things in drew pine a guy that's a game manager that can what do you think kenny's going to be able to do with a ball of play-doh in a quarterback a guy that he can mold into what he wants in a quarterback a guy that is so talented in other ways of the game with the same iq with the same football iq as those other guys he's your dante moore it's that's I mean it's ridiculous. He's it's guy, terrifying for he, three years yeah. at least. Rashad at is least. the guy that, like, and again I don't know how in play Dante Moore was when when Kenny left. Um, it seemed pretty fluid from him to Oregon to UCLA, but like that's what he is, right? That's what Jaden Rashada could be. We knew even with Dante Moore committing to Oregon, let's say Kenny stays there and Dante stays there, Bo Nix is your starting quarterback if he comes back. Dante sits, he's your starter for the remainder of his time there. That could be a very similar situation depending on how much Kenny actually likes a guy like Drew Pine mm-hmm. or Jacob Conover or Trent Borgay. And that's totally fine, but right? The, 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 the problem you run into those guys is all of those guys have multiple years of eligibility. It's not, it's not, I don't, it's not a one to one to Bo Nix because this would be his last year regardless of Yeah, but just yeah. from the type of player. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think. Like, what I, and like the thumbnail was respect, right? For a very specific reason. Because E-C-T. it feels like everything that Kenny Dillingham and Arizona State has done over the last 60 days and change has been like put on a fucking post it note on a wall somewhere with a bunch of other shit that people are talking about, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, we'll get to this when we stop talking about Dion or when we stop talking about 
X, Y, and Z going on in college football. Like, which is what it is. Like, I understand it. I get why everybody wants to talk about Dion. I get why everybody wants to talk about Colorado. I get why everybody wants to talk about USC. But like, I, seven, eight months from now, when this team is doing things that nobody thought they were doing or even discussing it, like, yeah. you know how many I, times you're going to hear, who's that guy? Where'd he come from? Well, yeah. that's kind of what I was going to say. I was like, I understand why people don't want, don't talk about ASU or don't feel like they need to talk about ASU because, I mean, you just look at like the composite rankings. Like, it's nothing Fuck that the rankings. crazy, but no, I, that's what I'm getting at. But it doesn't matter. Like, the rankings, obviously, they, they matter, but just the, the sheer volume is in and of itself so impressive, especially at this level, especially at a Power 5 school. At year one. And year one. Like, that deserves to be talked about. Um, it's exciting, man. When this team starts the season 5-1, and one, <laughs> I don't want anybody talking about, oh, Kenny Dillingham. Like, look what he's done over there. Like, I bro, mean, we've I, been talking about it. I mean, I, I want them to talk about it. Better late than never. <laughs> like, but yeah, I feel like... Or when like, they start 3-0 and oh, and then they open up conference play at Sun Devil Stadium against USC. Yep. That's like, what I was talking about with the Diamondbacks. Get on or get run over. Like, don't don't get on the, the bandwagon too late. But Alex brings up a good point. Dilly wants these go getters. You know, guys that you know they might not be ranked as high. Yeah, but that, that, like that, that that's what you can trust. You're not. He's not just going to go get a guy because he's a five star. He's going to make sure he comes here. The conversation he had, he 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 wouldn't. He would have let it be known to Rashada yeah. that if he's not going to be a good fit here, he shouldn't come here. Yeah. He, he, that's the type of guy he is. I mean, I think we saw that with, I mean, I obviously have no, we don't know what the conversations are like, but like, cold. Oh, but like, <laughs> I thought you were just getting ready to spit some fire. Around. I mean, I'm going to spit some fucking fire when Sean's done, but, but like, go ahead. like, <laughs> like guy like Daniel and God leaving. Like there, there was no on its face reason for him to leave, but he had a conversation with D- Dilly and the staff. And there was probably a conversation like there's, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. I just, I love Kenny. Um, I totally forgot the, the fire that I was about to spit, to be honest with you. Um, oh, it's such a bummer, too, because it was going to be crazy, too. It was going to go nuts. Um, what Sean, well, well I'll, I'll stall for you. Yeah, Something I'm, that we didn't talk the about comments. the defense, too, that I think gives ASU a really big advantage is for defensive players, I think they just like they like getting a chance to play against the good quarterbacks. Well, Not you have them everywhere in the Pac-12. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right? Like, a guy... Do you want spot like ASU, you get to play everybody. everybody. What I'm saying? I could re-say what I said when you yeah, thought what, of it. What you I said, a guy like Rashada, if he would have come here on his visit, the conversation that Kenny would have had with him, if he isn't going to be a good fit here, Kenny would have let him know. There you go. Um, I have never in my entire <laughs> life covering college football seen a coach, A, as active on social media as Kenny. Dude, But I might have to turn his Twitter alerts off. When you... <laughs> this blows up this my is, phone. This is something that, like, if you are in play to go get talented high school level recruits or transfers like he is thinking so far ahead in terms of the and and let's say everything that he does is genuine which i i want to believe everything he does is genuine in terms of like we want what's best for you as a player right when you go offer a kid and you retweet his announcement that he got an offer from arizona state that's great that's fine and dandy but when you are liking and retweeting all of their offers. When he's got an offer, not only from Arizona State, but he's got an offer from TCU. He's got an offer from Ole Miss, mm-hmm. from Auburn, and you're retweeting now, and you are showing that you actually yep. give a shit. Yeah, like that goes a long way, right? Because you know that's not the case at all these other schools. All these Nick Saban ain't fucking doing I've that. I've never seen a coach do that. Like they, he cares. Yeah, yeah. he cares, and not only he's cares that good but he, person, but he boots on the ground too. He's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, he, he was. I saw him delivering 
Dunkin' Donuts to the to some of the staffers at ASU the other day. Yeah, posted just smiling Kenny with the donuts. And that's yeah. another thing yeah. that doesn't get talked about in terms of like, like just the retweeting and like showing that you're there for kids, mm-hmm. right? And this this is so much deeper than like football, right? But think back to when you were in high school, right? And the million and five different things going on in your head. Throw in the fact that you are now a four star football player that has to make a giant life decision, and you got everybody in your ear telling you what's best for you or what you should do. Family wants you to go here. Friends want you to go here, whatever. And at the end of the day, you've got one coach is like, look, we'd love to have you here, but we want what's best for you over time. That's going to be the guy that you call on. And you're like, you know what? Like, I want to go with him. That's your rock, man. It makes you more comfortable. Right. So like Kenny Dillingham, he's genuine, but he's also smart as fuck. He's playing the long game in a lot of these things. He is like, he's like, and getting back to what you're talking about him, not necessarily getting the credit that he probably deserves. Like he is like a politician. He's like a a politician where you look at him and he's like, that was the one that actually cares. Yeah. And he wants to do stuff. And all these, these motherfuckers might not vote for him, but we know like th- this is the guy that like he even if he loses his election, he is doing this because he genuinely cares about the program, about his constituents, like all of that. Like, and he'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> like he, this guy. Like this is this is a real. Dude, and he, he's he's in a, a position where there might not be a lot of people who are as good and genuine as him. Yeah, but it's not going to change mm-hmm. who he is, and it is so nice to have a guy like that as the face of your program now. Kenny Dillingham is the definition of good guys win. Yeah, just saying. He's also a dog. Hopefully. He's also a dog. <laughs> he's a yeah. dog. He's a he's <laughs> don't a clip that and then let that happen later. Uh, there you go. Beautiful. That's the alarm. It's time to talk about underdog <laughs> fantasy, guys. It's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX and underdog. Is going to match your first deposit up to 100 bones. Guys, check out their pick'em system that they got. It's unlike any other system on sports books, on just like sports betting in general. Um, in terms of hires and lowers, you could like combine anything from NFL to NHL to NBA, um, which, guys, we've got the NFL playoffs still going on. Hires Why don't you on every single Chiefs receiver. And Bengals. Gonna- and Bengals. Not. Nah. Fuck them Bengals. <laughs> the Chiefs receivers are going to have to cook Eli Apple's dumb ass. You know, salty. Yeah, yeah there you go. He's also trash. Devontae Smith. Mm. Mm, I'm here for I it. I thought you were, earlier you are saying that they're not going to throw the ball? Or no, you're talking about the other way. Yeah. He's talking That's about right. the yeah, other yeah, way yeah. around. Guys, again, it's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX and underdog is going to match your first deposit up to $100. Go ahead and withdraw all of your winnings that you get from the free 100 bones that underdog gives you and put 25 of them into a burrito express gift card because mm-hmm. right when you do that you get, a, you get a free burrito damn and that 25 dollar gift card plus we're doing a giveaway <laughs> this week He's dog. He's dog, <laughs> which we will announce sometime tonight or tomorrow yeah uh, so make sure to do these things tweet your favorite az or all-time arizona athlete and your favorite type of burrito at phnx underscore sun devils and at burrito exp on twitter and you got to be following both accounts to win you can retweet our tweet at PHNX underscore Sun Devils as well to get it going. Tag your friends, tag your homies, tag your burritos, tag your favorite athlete. Did you know somebody tagged me this morning in it? Your favorite athlete? Yeah, like I was their favorite Arizona athlete. Yeah, you're a pretty who's, good Arizona Who's your athlete. favorite Arizona athlete? It's got to be a different one than the one you said Wednesday. Did we say one Wednesday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. Oh, um, I got one. Lawson Krause is up there, but I have to go down there. Leandro Barbosa. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh no, Quentin Richardson. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Oh, 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 uh, oh, 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 Adam Jones. 
Hmm? Adam Jones. Oh, who? Loved him. Pac-Man. Adam Jones. Pac-Man who? Adam Jones. Who? You know, his walk-up song? Adam Jones. Who? Adam Jones. Um, who? JJ with an interesting question in the chat. Do we have time to get into this question? Uh, we can get to do it really fast, yeah. Okay. How would you compare Hurley to Dillingham as an off-field slash court coach? <sighs> Let's go off the field. Let's well, go. You want to go off-field? Well, that's the question. Oh, oh yeah, off-field court. Yeah, 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 yeah. Off-field, off the court. Um, uh, you can answer first. I just you say were you pointing to him? Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. I just think there's. I mean, I think there's a lot of similarities. I think Bobby's a little older, and Bobby's different in the sense that he has just being Bobby Hurley carries a certain amount of weight. Yeah. Because of what he did as a player, that Kenny doesn't necessarily have. But I think in terms of how much they care about their guys, the passion that they give off, and just the genuineness of it, I think they are very similar in that regard. But they're just one of them is Bobby fucking Hurley. One of them's never been head coach before. So, so it, it's a and Jahi Carson. Yeah, I think they both. Yeah, I think something that you get when you're talking to both of them is they are both thinking two, three steps ahead of mm-hmm. everybody. Um, and they do a great job of hiding that because they are so passionate that I think when people from a surface level are talking with them or talking about them, it's all about the energy. It's all about the the facial reaction. But at the end of the day, these are people that are trying to build a program. Um, obviously, one basketball, one football, but they are both such intelligent minds that I don't think gets enough credit especially when it comes to off the field in terms of recruiting transfers like again ASU basketball how many people should in reality be transferring here when they could be transferring other places in the Pac-12 like in Oregon UCLA Mm -hmm. USC Mm -hmm. and they're choosing ASU yeah Yeah, the the pure passion I think is the way to describe the most it'd be hard to find two passionate coaches anywhere else like two more passionate coaches yeah I think they'll only other basketball coach I think of as passionate is Bobby's brother (laughs) it's also early so yeah uh, before we get into the final topic of the day, want to tell y'all about Four Peaks, okay? We're carrying it right over. We've already talked about ways that you can make money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, on Underdog Fantasy, because it's NFL playoffs, because the Super Bowl is coming up. What better way to watch the Super Bowl of the NFL playoffs than with a Four Peaks beer in your guys' hand? They got some new things to check out. They got a Staycation Super Juicy Ooh. IPA. They got a Recreational Juice Dank IPA. They got a bunch of stuff. And look, just because it's an oldie doesn't mean it's not a goodie, okay? I'm sticking with the wow through and through mm. every day of the week. Yeah, hazy but all day. It's all great. You're hazy all day? What about you? I was drinking the wow. We were at Four Peaks last. I'm still, I'm looking forward to going golf because I'm a big, I'm a big desert day drinker and golden mm. lager guy. They're nice and light, easy to drink. Go check them out, guys. Check Four them. Peaks. Not only the drinks, but their H3 pub as well. Go Good check game. it out. And I'm fairly positive you can get Four Peaks at Mavericks and Ooh. Octane because mm-hmm. not only is it an arcade, but it's a restaurant. Well, it's an arcade and a bowling a alley. Bowling alley. And a there's laser tr- or laser tag. Laser Tron would be sick though. <laughs> laser Laser Tron is the name of the big laser tag place back home. Uh, um, uh, he says back home like we were from Buffalo. As well. <laughs> well, I just I I am trying to find ways to not say the like word Buffalo. Ever, <laughs> I'm trying to find I'm trying to find ways not to say the back word in the Buffalo. Snow days, man. Um, yeah, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> that wasn't even an accident. Yeah, I know. That was just, yeah. <laughs> anyways, you, you putting yourself out there, though. Anyways, um, it's all of that stuff, and it's a bar and restaurant, and the food's amazing, the drinks are amazing, and it's a great place to enjoy uh, the Super Bowl. You can watch the big game at Mavericks with dozens of 4K TVs, a 20-foot Jumbotron, 5,000-square-foot restaurant featuring chef-catered menu, craft beers, and custom cocktails. My favorite thing is that they have, like, an actual, like, wood-fire like pizza oven at Mavericks. Wood fired pizza? Yeah. How's pizza gonna get a job now? 
Oh my god. <laughs> you loser! Where's Max? Cause don't applaud, Gerald. Don't applaud. That's on brand. No, that's Ma- that's Max's brand, and he just stole it. No, it's uh, not. Yeah, but it's we talked about, we talked about Ger- Gerald is the evolved version of oh, Max. It's, it's Gerald. Uh, it's on brand for Ger- Gerald. Gerald is a level well. 35 Max. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Max is um, level four. He's Raichu. So check him out. Um, enjoy the Super Bowl experience at Mavericks, and you can book in advance at Mavericks with an X, M-A-V-R-I-X dot com slash the big game. Mavericks. You guys watching the big game? Get in it. Yeah. Mavericks, get in it. Yeah. Uh, it's right. hot or not. Let's get into it. We've got Damon behind the Mac. Who's hot? Who's hot this week, Damon? Oh, nobody's not, hot. It's not fine. them. Well, nobody's hot. See, the, see if the other one's, one's hot. Yeah. See if the other one's hot. <laughs> it's never me. Oh. <laughs> Wait, who did you try and click originally? I tried to click Totri. Oh, yeah. I, I think tried. he deserves it. Appreciate God. you, Damon. Yeah. We're all hot right now. We're all hot. We're all going to be super hot tonight. Dude. Yeah. Mm. Sweaty. What? <laughs> all right, Damon, what's our first topic? Hot or not topic? We got to get out of here. Topic number one, hot or not. Costco samples. Oh, flaming. Hot as fuck. Yeah, is that yeah. I don't know question? if there's anything hotter in Next. the world. Flaming. A free sample is money. Yeah, just yep. But Costco it. samples specifically. Yeah. Haven't, I've never had a Costco specifically sample. There wasn't a Costco, uh, again, back, back home. home. Uh, <laughs> you a Sam's Club guy? BJ's was what called. Ah. Uh, but I love free definitely samples. Definitely not what they're right, called here. Next. Number two, seltzer water. Hot or not? Oh, flaming hot. Not hot. What's, wait. Like, like LaCroix. I hate flaming. I've never water. had LaCroix. Okay. Oh, it's just flavored water. Well, it's not flavored. It's the seltzer water is just like tonic water. Well, yeah, like seltzer, unflavored seltzer water. Sure. Seltzer water, st- bubble water. Still, got, yeah. Uh, it's what you put tequila sodas in. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I like it for tequila sodas. I like sodas. it when there's tequila in it. Yeah. Uh, not by itself. But I hate. I hate flavored so hot. water. Flaming hot. So but flaming hot. Flavored water drink. sucks, and so does um. Straight seltzer water. I'm gonna drink. Yeah, I'm gonna drink water. a gallon of tonic water and slash seltzer water. Which means I am too. So hot only because of tequila. Let's go. Last one. Topic number three: skiing or snowboarding. Hot or not? Never gone. I've never gone. I've it never gone awesome either. Whoa! We got to do it. PHNX Sun Devils tries. Somebody's going to get hurt. So skiing. Yeah, someone Who's your definitely... money? Who? What's the... Like, who's getting hurt? What, what are the odds on it? Uh, I would say I have the biggest, like, like target for a tree. <laughs> <laughs> for a tree? Yeah, a tree's a target. Oh, me. I feel like you're more likely no, to fall. No, Sean is because it's cause, cause the trees are out to get him. Yeah, the trees always, are hunting me. Because it's always... It's it, it is always fuck the Stanford tree. It's always fuck the Stanford mm, tree. There you uh, go. But hot in theory. I, yeah. I think it is. I want to try snowboarding. Spicy snowboarding water. over skiing. Uh, I want to try skiing. Actually, snowboarding se- uh, sounds like it's very hard. Mm-hmm. I'd, be hard but. I'd be down snowboard. I'd be down snowboard. That's gonna do it for today's show, guys. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at phnx underscore sign up. You can follow me at anthony underscore toe tree. You can follow Shane at Shane D. You can follow Sean to pause at Sean underscore to pause. Sipping on tequila sodas as always. Yes, sir. We will see you guys tomorrow for a post game show. After Arizona State takes on Washington State. But for now, enjoy the rest of your guys' Friday. Check out the Sun Show, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.